0: Are you looking for a better way to create your dream life? How to create wealth so you can enjoy your hobbies, friends, and family even more? Then this podcast is for you. We're Chris and Paul, and we're on a mission to help regular women and men gain access to passive income opportunities, income opportunities that most people never even hear of. So let's start the show and create your fortune in wealth, health, and life one step at a time. Hey everyone, Chris here, and today we're going to talk about a day in the life at Sterling Rhino Capital. You know, how do we set the foundation to find these deals? What happens once we we lock them up? Uh, and then, uh, and then, what do we do once we sell an asset? What's, what's the process to uh, to exit a deal? So we'll talk a little bit about that. Well, the first thing is, is is typical of like an iceberg scenario. It's like what you see is not, it's not everything, right? There's below the surface is an awful lot going on and it starts uh, months and months ahead of time, if not years ahead of time uh with actually locking a deal up on uh, under a contract and you're building relationships with brokers you're traveling you're checking out markets um you're doing everything you can to get your thought leadership out there and 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 become someone who's in the know in the real estate space so that you can you can have those opportunities sent your way and once you've built these relationships you start getting deal flow so you're getting all these deals coming your way from all over the place in the key markets that you want to buy in and then you have your underwriters taking a look at those deals and kind of filtering and funneling down uh, similar to kind of what you might see when someone's goal prospecting with all those big machines, a whole bunch of stuff goes in and it starts filtering down and the bigger stuff falls off to the side. And then the really good stuff, the fine stuff kind of filters down and gets caught Caught in the rug. Well, it's it's similar to what we do. We we might take a hundred deals that we come across, and we underwrite them down until we get to the cream of the crop. Maybe ten opportunities that we really want to underwrite in depth, and then those deals get down to about three that we want to put our offers in on. Um, once my underwriter goes to my COO and they review it, then it comes to me. We start looking through it to make sure that there's nothing that was missed, and then uh, I give the go ahead and. And we'll, uh, we'll put an offer in. And we might do that on three out of 100 deals that we underwrite. And of those, we might get one that's actually accepted. So once we've had a deal accepted, there's this process that goes on. And it starts with uh, building out your, your um, purchase and sale agreement. So that usually takes a couple of weeks. Once we've signed a letter of intent uh, and they've signed the letter of intent, We have a few weeks to get our our purchase and sale agreement signed. And then from there, once that's signed, we have about 30 to 60 days to go in and do our due diligence. So our team will go on uh, land on the ground and start inspecting all the units and calling in professionals to check sewer lines, roofs, interiors, things of that sort, make all these lists and property management company meets there. You got contractors, you got partners, and that happens over a one to three day span. So now you're 30 to 60 days in from the signing of your contract and you're lining up all of your debt, you're getting on all these legal calls with the attorneys, you're checking the title uh, and basically getting yourself ready to buy this asset. And then uh, somewhere between the 60 and 90 day mark or so, you're waiting for the lenders to shore up everything and get those final calls worked out. Uh, to then to then go to close, but there's 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 literally dozens and dozens of phone calls that happen There's lots of underwriting and and, and analyzing of data. There's a ton of reports that are going back and forth um, you're, you're trying to appease the lenders by by filling out business plans and spreadsheets The sellers are constantly updating you on what's going on with the rents and the occupancy in the building and, and of any events that might be occurring on the property Uh, And it it takes a whole team of people running all of these things at the same time. And then while all of that is going on, you start raising your capital for the deal at some point. And you can raise capital for a deal in 24 hours or you could raise it in six to eight weeks. Some people will even raise capital after the deal closes. Um, But that's kind of how it all works. That's how it flows. So on a daily basis, you might be dealing with uh, lenders, you'll be setting up bank accounts Um, you'll be dealing with GP partners. You'll be dealing with attorneys and CPAs and, and trying to basically put all these moving parts together so that you can close a deal. And, uh, you have to remember that when you're, when you're working these deals, it's not as simple as like a, say, a single family rental that you might buy. You know, you go and buy a piece of property or a house and the lender comes in and says, Oh, this is what it appraises at. And we give you the loan and we go, um, this is a full blown business. So there's an awful lot of Uh, spreadsheets and analyzing of business plans and, you know, uh, accommodating the lender's requests for occupancy and the amount of income. Is it trending the right direction? Uh, And all of those things, in addition to trying to raise millions and millions of dollars at the same time among uh, 20 to up to 100 investors for any given deal. So that's how the deal kind of works. From start to finish, you're somewhere between, I'd say, 90 and 100 days at the very latest, but usually between 60 and 90 days. Um, and then, and then once a deal is acquired, you have to manage that asset. So now the work begins from the asset management side of things. Uh, you've got investor relations to run. So you have s- some people on your team that are sending out regular newsletters. Um, they're, they're dealing with the income and distributions from the property that go into bank accounts and CRMs to then send out distribution payments to investors. So there's a team of people on your team that run that whole process communicating. And then you've got asset management, somebody who's in charge of actually managing the property managers. And their job is solely to make sure that the property managers are executing the business plan, that they're um, lowering the expenses and they're raising the income and they're doing all the right things to bring in tenants uh, and, and and things of that sort. So uh, there's also construction management that can sometimes fall under the asset management umbrella. So if you have a value add project where you're renovating a lot of units, roofs, parking lots, things of that sort, that asset manager can help manage that as well. Uh, That is if you don't have a construction management team that's on your team running just construction projects. Um, We've had up to nine deals at a time running. So you sometimes you'll need a construction manager on your team. You'll need asset manager on your team, investor relations person on your team, admins, virtual assistants, marketing people. And we have all those people running at any given time. Um, There's been instances where we've had, uh, we've had five properties closing uh, that we were buying and two properties we were selling all within a 60 day period. And that was quite chaotic. So you need a really big team to run all of those things that are going at the same time. Um, so that's kind of how it works uh, while you're running an asset. And then when you, when you're selling an ax- asset, uh, the process is you are basically trying to put that asset in the best position for the, for the buyers to secure debt on it, similar to when you buy a property. So your job is to make sure that the income is continuing to go up, the occupancy is stabilized or it's going up, and uh, that that property looks really good to the buyers and their lenders because the lenders are gonna constantly ask for updates on how the product is performing because they are the largest partner for a buyer. And so they wanna make sure that the, that what they're investing their money in is is viable and, and going to be sound. Um, and then they're obviously they're, they're, um, underwriting and, and checking in on the sponsors, making sure that their credit is right and that they're stable and they're doing all the right things. They have a good sponsor team and all of that. So your job as a seller is to make sure that that property is, is in its best light as you're going to exit. And obviously you're, you're trying to get that property in the best shape as possible, uh, several months before selling so that you can maximize the type of returns you'll get, Uh, for your investors and the amount of money you'll get on the sale of the property. So really your job at sale is just to make sure that all the numbers are looking good. Expenses are down, income is up, occupancy is up, um, your employees are sticking around uh, through the sale with you and that you're very responsive to the buyers because they'll be requesting a lot Uh, and you may even get on uh, you may even be required to hop on a lot of lender calls and or attorney calls with your attorneys and their attorneys to make sure that everything is in line with title and closing and things of that sort so there's an awful lot of moving parts uh, that go into these things so a day in the life is is uh, sometimes quite chaotic but if you have a really good team and everybody knows their roles and goals then uh, it can run uh, run really smoothly we've been very fortunate to have uh, a solid team of people that, uh, that know what they're doing and, and execute flawlessly. Um, so that's a day in the life of Sterling Rhino Capital. Uh, it consists of underwriting deals, putting in offers, securing deals, uh, bringing in new investors and securing the equity to buy these assets. And then uh, obviously running asset management and construction management at the same time while you're raising money for, for other deals. Um, and, uh, and it can be a, uh, Pretty daunting. There's a lot of moving parts, but that's why it's it's great to invest with a syndication group because they manage all of that stuff for you instead of you managing all that stuff uh, and dealing with the the tenants and the maintenance and all the things that you don't want to deal with. You'd rather be spending time with your family and your kids and uh, and sharing in all those returns on the asset and having someone else manage it for you. So. That's, that's kind of how it works. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, please uh, listen in uh, for the next episode and, and we'll continue this, uh, this education in the multifamily investment space. If you're ready to start creating your fortune today, head over to createyourfortunepodcast.com forward slash income. When you get to the page, there are two options. Option one is for you if you're not sure exactly how the investment process works or how to get ready to be an investor. We've created a short, fast class you can sign up for that will walk you through the steps and answer questions like, what does a good investment look like? And so much more. It even includes an audio version so you can quickly learn on the go as you golf, go to your day job, or work out. Just think, in a couple of days, you can start listening and learning about creating your fortune and not be stuck wondering. Do I even have enough to retire? And then option two is for you. If you're a sophisticated or accredited investor and have money to invest, you just need to talk to us about our next investment opportunity. You can quickly schedule a call with us and we can walk you through your options on how to get dividends flowing right away. We can help you create a plan to have three to 10,000 or even more in passive income every month that's reliable, safe, and steady. Ditch the small returns and unpredictable growth. Head over to createyourfortunepodcast.com forward slash income. And let's build the life of your dreams today.